kayakunui, kayakurahi, no mai ra mai kitene i paho e kia nei ko Heron Vegas. Kiora, kiora, kiora. Ah, uh, koto mau kau papakoro i te ranginei, kote nei mea te te rautaki putea, harato mau rautaki. So our putea strategy. How do we organise our putea? Kapai, and I think it's um just to go straight into it. I think it goes back to our like we're a heavy believer in the book, and I know a lot of our listeners. Um, tuning in, especially if you're following our page, will um, know what, what book we're talking about in terms of um, Rautaki Putia, and that's the Barefoot Investor. Like we owe a lot to that author of that book because he's kind of contributed so much to our financial journey just through his fundamental fundamental principles that are mentioned in that Puka Puka. Yeah, we we love that book, The Barefoot Investor. I and I think in in my upbringing, I was taught things like live below your means and don't buy things you can't afford. But what the Barefoot Investor taught us was actually how do you how do you work your accounts? How do you sort it out? Yeah, just the real one hundred and one back to basics. And these are fundamentals that we learnt before home ownership are the same things that we're applying to help grow our portfolio. We're changing it as we grow but the fundamentals are pretty much the same. Mm. So just an overview, oh, and I just want to say this, we often get asked, oh, is there any Aotearoa puka puka you recommend? For us personally, Barefoot worked for us, so this is the puka puka we often recommend. We didn't read every single page. We just read the sections that applied to that season of our life. Mm, so when you get to that superannuation kind of <laughs> thing, you go, next. Aye. <laughs> just an overview of the bucket breakdown. And if you've never read the Puka Puka and you're like, what the heck are buckets? Buckets are another word for accounts and how we split our accounts. So the beginning point is an emergency fund. Mm-hmm. The recommended emergency fund in the Puka Puka is 2K. And do you just want to talk about why we chose to follow the 2K guideline? I think what he talks about the what the emergency fund does is it just allows you to actually work in towards your structure that comes next. Like the the two K just frees up all those unexpected expenses that come through, whether it's something for your waka or your appliances or anything that you really actually need to take care of. But it just yeah, they just come flying left, right, and centre. When they come in, you can then pay for it out of that emergency fund, so it doesn't disrupt your financial system that you're about to create. Mm, yeah, agree. So all of those unexpected bills that pop up are paid for out of the emergency fund. But anyway, your income comes in and it goes into a blow bucket or your everyday account. And then 60% of your putea goes towards your daily expenses. 10% goes towards a splurge bucket. So splurge is for short-term savings. 10% goes into smile, which is a long-term savings. And then 20% into a fire extinguisher. And the fire extinguishers for those who want to domino their debt. Mm. And that's kind of just what he lays out. That's the guideline he talks about and he discusses and he pushes within his book. But what we found is that, yeah, it's there and it's sitting, but it's not there for everybody to just pick up and roll with it straight away like, there is room for movement within that structure. Mm. Like for us, for example, uh, before we uh, purchased our first home, our main goal, because we had no debt, we actually started our barefoot journey on quite a, like we were maybe ahead of so many of our whanau. Like if you're fighting debt, we would highly recommend that that's the first thing you've got to get down because money owing is money that you don't have. So get rid of that and then you can start focusing on the future. But so for us, because we had no personal debt, we were able to just look straight into growing our putea. 
So that fire extinguisher really just got used as our wealth, one of our wealth building tools, which is another bucket that's extended, that's an extended arm of, of that setup. But coming back, we wanted to um, buy our first home. And that was a huge goal of ours. So what we ended up doing was we utilised our expenses weren't at 60%, eh? Mm. So we kind of roughly turned it into maybe about 40% ended up being into our expenses because we were renting at the time. Um, and then we used a little bit of the 10, 10 with the 10% and 10% with the splurge and the smile. To, that was just to pay for our winner, ipo, ipo and, and things like that because we did like to treat ourselves now and then. I mean... She got herself some pair of Jordans like that, who has been in there for ages, but we just put a plan. That's what the smile was used for. If the smile had no puti in it, my, you can't buy those things that, that make you smile or those <laughs> luxuries. But um, that, that was there in place. But also that 40% just went hard and fast into our deposit. Mm. That's what we were saving up for. Aye, so we welcomed delayed gratification through that time. And yes, I wanted Air Jordans, and I've talked about it so many times on our whārangi, but the main goal at that time was home ownership. So every additional putea went towards that deposit. Once we got our deposit um, and we were ready to purchase, so this was not even two years ago. It'll be two years in November. Uh, but anyway, once we purchased our first home, we then adjusted and amended our percentages again. So... Our expenses, they were still around the 40% mark. Um, and then we had this putea sitting there of 40%, which what which was what we were using uh, to save for our deposit. And we were considering, oh, do we put this extra putea that we have into paying off the mortgage quicker or do we look at other options? And that's when we started looking at other ways to build wealth. We were like, okay, now that we've got our first fare, now what? Mm. Now what does wealth look like over and above home ownership? And I think when Barefoot come into our lives, I think that's the time I also picked up Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, now that's another huge book that I push on our platform because I really recommend it. It's, a, it's such a good book. It gives you so much awareness around the financial world and the economy and just, oh, it's just full, full of kurahuna for everybody. But um, the one thing I take away from that is he talks about is assets versus liability. An asset is something that puts money into your pocket and the liability is something that takes money out of your pocket. Now, I know home ownership, it's quite heavy on especially the mortgage rates and the repayments and things like that. Um, and yes, over time, the property does grow in value, but I do feel like the balance in terms of money coming in and money going out, all it's doing is it's taking money out of our pocket. Like our mortgage at that time was around about 550 or 560 is that right, around a fortnight? When we first started at the 2.49%, it was, it was around the 500 or has it always been at the, no, it's actually been up there to 700 the whole time because it hasn't changed to Aye. now. Oh, I don't know. So it was at about $700 a fortnight. So our rent at that time was only about $150, $200 a week. So that's $400 a fortnight. Yes, it was contributing to someone else's property, but we were also losing $370 extra a week from picking up our mortgage. And so for me, like I say, there wasn't return and put into our pocket. So our first home was actually a liability in my eyes. So that's when we started looking into, okay, so how can we create assets, not only through the property industry but also the other um, investment lanes and that's when we started picking up and learning the stock market bitcoin 
more into KiwiSaver, foreign exchange, what are the investment lanes that are out there and what do we need to know just to be able to grow and learn more and move forward in the space? And Alfacaro on whether our first home was a asset or a liability. We're both different. Like I was like, it's an asset. This is an asset. Uh, but, you know, with a bit of bit more rangahau and a bit more wene ipo ipo date nights, etc. cetera, uh, I started to open my mind up to other opportunities. And so, yeah, we started navigating that space so before the purchase of our second whare the next investment was uh, the stock market uh, cryptocurrency and then the third one was going to look at property number two so in terms of our cash flow and how it changed and how our buckets changed when we started thinking about a second whare we thought well we've got to increase our emergency fund so we increased our emergency fund from 2k up to uh, a three-month emergency fund which was about 10k after that we were then looking at a second property we engaged someone to help guide us through this process the approval happened pretty quickly and we settled on that and then again we were like we need to increase our emergency fund. So the percentages of our buckets have always changed depending on what season we, we were in because I think as our assets grow, we want to ensure that we can hold on and protect all of our assets if we were both to lose our jobs tomorrow. That for at least six months we had some some time on our side to figure out a plan B for cash flow. Mm. And our emergency fund, like that time frame, is just based on our living expenses or everything that we need to be paid off if we were to lose our mahi. So, because mm. we picked up a mortgage, we had all these insurances come through. We and then we had all these other expenses that come on board. Uh, we started contributing for like just fuddy maintenance and things like that. So, if we were to um, lose our jobs, we needed all of that stuff to be paid for. So what we took, what we did is we took that figure, and then we multiplied it by three months. But that was for both of us. So it doesn't matter. Like it's not a me or you. It's just like a this is the total number that we need. So at that stage we got to around about a thousand a week. That's how much we needed to cover all of our expenses and everything. Our fare was good. Our day to day lives were good. Our shopping was good. There's petrol in our tank. There was all of that kind of stuff. Kai on our table. It was a thousand dollars for us to live that lifestyle. And we multiplied that by three months. And that's how we got to our figure. Mm. And now that we're going up to six months, well, we're getting to six months, that's how we then get that figure. And then anytime something kind of changes and now rotaki comes in or an, an expense comes through, it just adds that $1,000 just bumps up. And how we track that is all through our sorted tool. Mm. Sorted.co.nz, beautiful tool. Yeah, and it's free. But in terms of, because people often ask, oh, how much should I put away for my three-month emergency fund? It's up to you. It, it depends on what your weekly living expenses look like and whether you want to save for the bare minimum or you want to save a luxury emergency fund. <laughs> but mm. we just went with bare minimum. Cool. And lastly, just some rotaki tips. What are your top tips with people that are trying to think of creating a system for their putea? What are your top tips? First of all, it's a long journey. Like it's, you're not going to achieve something overnight. Um, 
that's when uh, the puka puka comes through the compound effect you do something small a number of times you know over a few days over a few weeks over a few years later on down the track you'll thank yourself for the process that you put in so just kind of take your time with your financial journey set up a good system like take the fundamentals inside of the barefoot investor to kind of frame up a guideline for yourself but also identify what you want to do where you want to go and what you need to do to get there to help you frame up what your financial system looks like what your kitty look like or what your buckets look like um spend a bit of time just doing some rangaho on yourself and your goals your financial goals will set your financial system up mm. um and the other one delayed gratification i know i know you're going to talk about that one but i'm a huge believer in that live come from a simple life still live a simple life even though making a lot more money now um and it's something that it's like a skill it's a skill you got to have to shut the world out and it's expectations of you and just live your life the way you want to live it and where you want to go. But those are my, yeah, those are my, my, my for Carla. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, as our, our income has increased, our lifestyle has stayed pretty simple. And that's my biggest tip is as your income increase, find a space where you can invest that additional putea into an asset. Uh, that's my <laughs> that's my tip, uh, and also be open to changing and adapting your rotaki as you grow. Uh, our putea rotaki, we've got no tamariki, so we don't have to factor those things in. But once we do, those things will start changing how our cash flow works. So just be open to change. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think just just to add a tail onto that one. I'm huge on don't think about how much money you can save to do something. Think about how many ways you can increase your income to achieve those same things. It's a better way to live life, to increase your income, to be able to finance the things you want in life. Kia ora. Paitena. Go on. Oh, I was just thinking, um, I think that's an awesome whakaro around increasing income to help fund the lifestyle you want. But when I think about funding the lifestyle you want. For me, it's to fund those investments and those assets. It's not trying to increase your income so that you can go and travel every every two weeks or once a month. <laughs> I just think, you know, welcome and delayed gratification. If you're under 30, even if you're under 40, you've still got time. Use those years to grow your wealth, to grow your assets. And then enjoy freedom after that. Kia ora. But that's us. That's a wrap. Pūtea Rautaki 101 with us. A bit messy. Oh no, we're getting better every week. <laughs> Kia ora tātou. Kia ora. Kia ora e te whanau. Just a disclaimer from us at the Hidden Figures podcast. Our content is for informational and educational purposes only. It is very important to do your own rangahau before making any investment decisions based on your own personal circumstances. We are not financial advisors, nor do we have a license to provide professional advice. We are simply sharing our own journey and our own personal pēako in the hopes to help you normalise financial kōrō with your whānau. Wishing you all blessings and abundance, and reminder, wealth is for us. Rehe ki te kō e te whānau.